Hello. Good Hello. afternoon and or morning to you. Season's greetings is what Season, they say oh, this time of year. That is, you know what? And I'm a little upset now. I don't have a background ready. We're it's still just grass. If you're watching the video right now on uh, on YouTube or wherever you're, we're streaming it right now, it's cold grass. So maybe yeah, I guess you can I like mean, imagine is, some frost on it. At least it's green, right? It's not like you know. I don't know Big what else. Grass. I guess what other color grass would be right? Brown. <laughs> it's not like right? that brown grass. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not that holiday brown grass. Uh, no, okay. So it's still at least green. It feels like the holidays, right? But it's like we it. were. We're here for a very strange holiday weekend of of not even just football, just sports in general clashing. Uh, there's going to be a battle on on Christmas. This is it. Usually, it was like NBA was given Christmas, and now all of a sudden, you know, it is what it is. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I know we get blessed with the uh, Rams and Broncos, and then Bucks Cardinals at night. It's going to be so so awesome, so exciting. Yeah, those are some gems. They really, they really, they really, really went all out to take control of of Christmas. But uh, no, it's it's going to be really gross. But let's get into the show. It's another fantasy football show, and it's not really the start of the show until we play this. This is how people identify the show. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're live. This is it. We're recording. Their show. They got intro music, so that yeah, they must but, be in business. Yeah, so everybody right now is probably confused because they're watching. Hey, hey, intro music, chill. He's, he's trying to steal the show. It got, he's like, it got I'm the so show. hyped. Yeah, the music was like, hey, guys, I wasn't done. I they're need to come back me. for more. Uh, no, it's it's weird. So there's just obviously I'm Justin here with Jacob. There's no Taylor this week because I guess he actually like stepped away from work for once, and we're like letting him actually go out and see the world. Which is he didn't exciting. want to. We just like shoved him out. He's <laughs> we did. He's at, Un- he's at Universal Studios. We're uh, recording this. In- I'm in San Diego. Justin's in uh, North Carolina. Yeah. But uh, Taylor wanted to enjoy some time with family, so we're allowing him. Yeah. So what's funny is He'll like I feel like week. what's crazy is if we I feel like if we called him up and we're like, hey man, we're about to record, he'd be like, oh cool, I'll find a bathroom corner and like you know what I mean and like <laughs> and just turn on. No, we're good. We're we'll be all just right. Say, I just think. save your audio, yeah, our audio quality. Oh. you're wel- you're welcome for keeping them off air this week. Yeah, but that, but no, he he's sorely missed. Uh, Mick sorely missed, perhaps. Uh, maybe that's a, a, a we alluded to something a little Ooh. gross that's happening this weekend in football. <laughs> but no, uh, it's going to be exciting. A Christmas present. Uh, that's not. It's not a present, no, bro. Not. That's like a. That's like a, a Mr. Hanky. Uh, if you starting the Bucks defense <laughs> like I am this week, that's a Christmas present. That that's true. There's this is this is the weekend of of defenses, and obviously, if you've made it this far in fantasy football, you probably are holding on to a couple defenses because you you know you you had the expectations that you would be here in the final four. I'm, I'm assuming is most leagues the final four, depending on how many people are in your league. I don't know. It can be weird, but I'm gonna say generic. The the weekend before the finals, it's the final four. You've made it this far, and you're still listening to content. So good job. I have a couple defenses. We got a lot of questions uh, with defenses, and maybe when we get into the leftovers at this point, if you're still waffling back and forth on where to go, we're going to talk heavily ab- uh, about defenses when we get into the leftovers a little bit later in the show. Because I'm I'm struggling myself, and there's I'm struggling with two things, and one of them is is a player that uh, obviously when we go down this injury rundown, you'll hear about him, but we'll we'll get into it real quick. You might as well just go down the list. I'm struggling all over the place. That's what it's, the- that's what I'm come to. Let's do it. There's a lot of big names that got people to the playoffs that are not so confident about playing this week. Uh, biggest one is Jalen Hurts, that right AC joint sprain he suffered against the Bears last week. Um, <laughs> that's it's an appropriate audio. It, it's not looking like he's going to play. Missed two straight practices. Basically, there's not a lot the Eagles can gain if he does play. He if he does play, 
it'd be with an injection, so he he can't feel pain on it. But if he gets tackled similar way, he can turn a grade one into a grade two. Why would you do that when you have the division almost locked up? I mean, I know it's a big game against the Cowboys, but why not throw Gardner Minshew in there, see what he's got? And then you have Jalen Hurts in the back pocket with an extra week of rest. So from a team's perspective, it makes sense. From a fantasy perspective, no one wants to hear that. So RIP Jalen Hurts owners. Maybe you you pivot to Gardner. Maybe you pivot somewhere else. So here's where my pivots are. My pivots are in my dynasty league because I just... I have Jalen Hurts. I went all in on him this year. I was like, I love this guy. Uh, and I didn't exactly bolster my bench of quarterbacks. I had Matt Stafford, which felt like coming off a Super Bowl dub. That's a great backup, right? Yeah. I feel like I'd be fine. I'm okay Should've with that. Should have had Baker, dude. What were you thinking? I know. Stafford's gone now. Uh, that's gone. I had Marcus Mariota. He's not starting for his team anymore. <laughs> I picked up Matt Ryan in a, in a in a it was a late night, just a real gross signing. Uh, I picked him up. Matt Ryan's now officially not the starter. Nick Foles is back. I think quarterbacks should like pay you to not pick them up because all three it. of those guys are not <laughs> playing anymore. <laughs> it's a bad time for me. So yeah, now I'm rolling in because I had I had Jalen Hurts, and the assumption is he's not playing this week. I got I did I was able to scoop up Gardner Minshew, but now my now. I, with my team and my aspirations for a championship riding on it, I'm rolling with Gardner Minshew and Against Nick Foles. Yeah. And Nick and Nick Foles. This is in 2022. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm a little scared. Didn't Gardner used to back up Nick Foles? It's like full circle moment for you to yeah. both have him on a fantasy team. It's really weird. Yeah, it's it's very strange. I have a, I'm playing against the You the might be Eagles the only fan. person in history to ever have Gardner Minshew and Nick Foles on the same fantasy team. I know it's, it's dynasty, but Yeah, no, that's true. I it's I'm, the guy I'm playing is the Eagles fan in our league, so he's like he sees Jalen Hurts not playing. He's like, "I don't know, that feels a little weird." And then he sees me pick up Minshew and Nick Foles and he's like he's like loving it. He's like, "This is amazing." <laughs> Both because he probably knows where they're at right now in their careers. And and also there's a little love there for for Eagles both ways because they're both yeah if, if you yeah. beat them with with Minshew or Foles it's still salt in the wound either way so yeah I, I like gonna, your mind games Justin that that's, that's where you're at in the semifinals <laughs> that's what you need to need to resort to you got to root for him because <laughs> yeah, if exactly. I have to you do that's it exactly that's hilarious uh, Lamar Jackson's the other one not looking likely this week uh, left knee PCL three weeks ago at this point we're um, at sixscore.com we've been saying this week is the first real realistic week that he has a chance to play missed two straight practices to start the week final practices tomorrow unlikely that he's going to lp and then all of a sudden suit up over tyler huntley huntley's got two two games under his belt and uh had a dud against the browns but mm. i don't even know if yeah. the quarterback is more concerning or the wide receiver situation after they lost duvernay yeah duvernay just in a practice yeah that's tough i i don't know, I don't know man this time of year that's that's kind of crazy the guy. I mean, him and Bateman both lost lost the foot injuries, so hopefully they can be back by the start of next year. But it's not looking not looking like I, there's a ton of options in that wide receiver room. Are you trusting Deshaun Jackson? Are you trusting Demarcus <laughs> Robinson, who had a fumble last week? I, mean, I if I had to pick one, I'd probably get Sammy Demarcus. Watkins. I'd probably go. Oh, Sammy's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'd probably go. I'd probably go Demarcus Robinson out of yeah. that if I had to play one because just he had a game, he's going to get some targets three right? four He'll weeks get, ago. Yeah, he'll get some targets. Maybe something will happen. But I, it, again, if you're, we, we say this every time. It's like if you're dealing with, if you have to pivot to these options, you're struggling. But like, I feel like a lot of people are struggling and are going to have to pivot to a pretty gross options at this point it, in the season. It's late season football, guys. Pick up injuries. So it's you, you might have to pivot a lot. One, yeah. hopefully, hopefully you won't have to pivot away from is Nick Chubb. Um, missed practice with a foot yesterday. Hopefully he's back today. We're recording it early in the day on Wednesday. So haven't got his practice status yet. 
we went through the game. Looked like he just got landed on the foot one time. He he played the whole game. Um, I mean, Tuesday practices, they only have uh, one day off. So usually those are walkthrough. Those are lighter. So FPs turned into LPs. That's that's the hope. So uh, Pro Football Docs are expecting him full go for this week, which uh, good news in a, in a cold game that we'll get to later. Um, Chris Alave, hamstring. That's a little bit more of a question mark. Obviously, he's a, a speed guy, great route runner. So you want to see him not hampered. Um, we'll need to see his practice status today, but not a great sign that he started off the week with a DMP. Yeah, hamstring, every time I see that, I just get instantly scared because it's like it could be such a wide variety. Like, as they, they just say, he, you know, he wanted a day off or something and it was, he just needed a little little break, hamstring. Felt something or, hamstring, yeah. Or was it, oh, no, it's a hamstring and you're done for like the year. Like, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like more times than not, it's hamstring. You sit a week, and then yeah. week two, you're kind of iffy for. So hopefully that's not the case for Olave because he got a lot of people to the fantasy playoffs too. Yeah, we don't have time for that, Olave. Just suit up, man. Just that, figure uh, figure your hamstring out. That's what that's what football players love to hear from fantasy football fans. <laughs> hey, I don't care about your well being. All right, just get out there and play for my team, my my fantasy team. Uh, uh, it, no, it is pretty. It's I don't know if it's great. It's kind of more sad that every. After you see a guy have a dud of a week, he comes out and he's like, I don't care about your fantasy team. Like he has and to put out a tweet addressing it. It's like he shouldn't, what, they shouldn't what have are, to. Wow, what kind uh, of world are we getting to where stop. guys are getting flack for bad fantasy performances? You want to yell last at thing something? They should worry about. Yeah, yell at a mirror. Okay. Uh but you should have predicted the injury, you idiot. Yeah. Uh now, or you should have listened to Sports Injury Central and not played <laughs> that player. All right. Sport SICscore.com, by the way. Uh, shameless plug. I like it. Yeah, check it out. It might help uh, you. Some others we're looking at uh, get Dallas Goddard got activated, so he should be good to go off the shoulder. Uh, Ryan Tannehill maybe not starting this week off his ankle. He's dealt with mul- multiple ankle injuries all year to both sides. Uh, that last one was bad. His ankle was not supposed to be turning that direction. So it's the vibes I'm seeing online, right from my, my Twitter sleuthing that I was doing, doesn't look like he's going to play. I mean, there's no. the optimism is not there. Uh, Malik Willis. He- he had a lesser Ugh. ankle sprain earlier in the season and missed two weeks. This one is more severe. It's a high ankle, so got to think he's missing at least one week. But at, but from what the team's seen on Malik Willis, obviously during last week's game, the better was, option was to put Tannehill in on half a leg. So Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like Malik Willis has not been very good at football. And granted, it's a lot he's, to somebody, ask. he's somebody it's a lot that's going to take time. Yeah, he's going to take some more time for him. But like with him in knowing knowing Henry's track record against the Texans does that change his 200 yard game like is he still going to no. get the 200 he's still going to get the 200 <laughs> oh, okay I, all right i i need to double check but i think Malik Willis started the last game he went against oh, he the did? Texans okay and he still had the 200 yards so i need to double check that but rip to anyone facing fan Facing Henry in the fantasy playoffs, you just hope the Texans can hold him to like 180 or something. It's crazy. Like they just need to stack 11 in the box. Yeah, that's it, and let just let the wide receivers run their routes because maybe I, I don't know. The, the, from what I've seen from Malik Willis, I don't know that he can hit a man on the run. So I don't well, know. He's gonna have Traylon Burks back. He FP'd from his concussion, missed two weeks. So good to see him back, but not sure that's a big boost for him because might be a quarterback change there. Uh, Kenneth Walker missed practice with the ankle that um, he had last Thursday. Uh, it should be fine to go. It's just more rest deal. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, shout out to Kenneth Walker and Ramondre Stevenson for getting me to this point. I trusted both of them in my lineup because yeah. I had zero other options of running back and they both came through. So Imagine imagine being the people, and I've saw people online that, that benched Ramondre Stevenson because of the injury and they're like, I just don't want to see him go out there and not get the load. And this man got the full load. Like, I don't he blame anyone. Working. I mean, <laughs> I know it was the Raiders defense, but you, you don't want to like try to read Belichick's mind. He 
Pierre Strong's a decent option. We were talking to Pierre Strong in the leftovers last week, so I don't blame anyone for sitting Ramondre, but it, it really is painful to see him go out and put that performance in. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, I, I mean, especially for somebody that I played Pierre Strong in, in a league, and I was like, let me get a little bit of that, and uh, he didn't really give me much. I was like, I thought, I thought Ramondre would get like see less of a workload, but they were just like, no, you're out there, just keep going, dude. You're he kind of did early on. They they like. Had him a couple carries. He was on. He the didn't field even a start. Bit. I don't even think he actually he started. He I feel like Pierre Strong they, like, rolled out. They yeah. listed two running backs as starters, so they they were going with Pierre Strong early, and then I think they saw Ramondre break a couple of big runs, and they're like, "What are we doing? Just give him the yeah. ball." Yeah, that works. Just keep doing it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So, well, yeah, well, his ankle's not broke yet, so yeah, you're good. <laughs> uh, three fantasy wide receivers that um, we'll see if they come back uh, in a timely fashion. Tyler Lockett broke his hand. It's like the Bottom of the finger, start of the hand, so whatever you want to call it. But he's going to miss this week. There's an outside chance he comes back next week, but we'll see how likely that is, how effective he'll be. You can check the website for updates on that. Um, Debo Samuel, next week is the first realistic time he could come back from his uh, high ankle MCL sprain combo. But with the Niners locking up the division, we'll see how likely that is. Even if he comes back, you're probably sitting him anyways, unfortunately. Cooper Cup, definitely done for the year. High ankle. He was a little bit before Debo, but what do the Rams have to play for? I don't know. He might really want to come back and catch some balls from Baker. You know, he's, yeah, he's, get, he's that, the get that chemistry going. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a fun time out there. They're just playing. No, he's definitely not coming back. They've yeah. got nothing going on over there. Uh, I guess that's. Uh, let's just get into dudes and duds. We'll cover some things from last week. Obviously, Taylor's not here, so uh, he does, he's got no dude or dud. But uh, we'll get we'll get through ours, and then we want to get into the juicy stuff, which is the leftovers and trying to look ahead to next week. That's spicy. Well, actually, this talk. this weekend, yeah, it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be spicy. But let's get into dudes and duds. Dudes and duds. Okay, so I went with a, a pair of running backs for both my dude and my dud. So it's I didn't really venture outside of that realm. I just it's the running back position, and it's a couple of uh, I don't know what you could call them. They're, they've been kind of underwhelming, but sometimes good at the same time. And it's hard to choose where it's going. But I'm just going to start right out with my dude. I'm going with Lat Murray, Latavius Murray for the Broncos. 24 carries, 130 yards, a touchdown, and a catch for 12 yards. To, to catch for 12 yards, a little icing on the cake. I was going to say, I can't remember the last time he had a catch in a game. <laughs> so that's that just shows what a, dude, what a dude of a week he had. Yeah, he went all out. And that's that, that actually helped me a lot. I mean, I, I, I in one of my leagues, I'm, I'm forced to start him. It's just what you got to do. I mean, he's a starting running back for an NFL team. And at this point in the season, that's sometimes that's all it takes. I feel like um, this year, more than any in recent history, has been a minefield for running backs. It's just guys dropping left and right. Even the guys that are still here, like Kenneth Walker and Ramondre, still have nagging injuries and stuff like that. So it's it's tough to make it through a full 17-game season yeah. as a running back. I, so, I may never take a first-round running back ever again. Uh, the, and the I no, say that. I no say ever. Strategy. I, I feel yeah. like the pivot this next offseason and what you'll see next year is running backs are going to fall a little bit in the first round. If you're at the end of the first round, you're going to see some good running backs because it's just so easy to take Justin Jefferson or, or I mean, in a, in a per, it obviously didn't go perfect for Jamar Chase, but like these, these wide receivers that get hurt less often and don't, don't see as many hits, but just get insane workloads. Cooper cup still was another one where no matter what they, they were bad. The Rams were bad, but he was still putting in work. So when he was healthy. He was, they were still feeding him, and you see yeah. teams feeding him more than they more than running backs get thirty carries. You'll see a, a wide receiver one get twelve targets a game easy. 
Yeah, but it's I pretty much saw every first round running back go through like a slump, right? So it's like they they all kind of went through it. But when the wide receivers were playing, they were just in there. Like it was you were getting um, the work. I feel so. I've felt stuck with Alvin Kamara like the last three four Ugh. weeks, but he just had to start him. What are you, you gonna to. do? You, What's he, too much yeah. draft capital even this time of year. There's no replacement, so. Yeah, so shout out to shout out to Lat Murray with the dude. Uh, it's getting late, so these late season dudes, these are obviously really beneficial. These people, he won some people some playoff games last uh, last week, so that's good. This is every time, anytime you get a dude now in the next couple of weeks, they did something magical for you. <laughs> so if you have him on your team, good job. It's, it's probably very personal for us too, for who got us through the playoffs and who didn't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's that's where it's at right now. Yeah, Lat Murray, you're, you're my guy right now. Don't disappoint me uh, next week, please. <laughs> My dude, just because I feel like we've disparaged him all season, Kirk Cousins. 34 That's a pretty for, good stat line. 34 for 54, 460, four touchdowns, two picks. If you go first half, second half, <laughs> the numbers are at night and day. Even though it, it was primetime Kirk. You saw primetime Kirk early on, and then he led that comeback. I, it just Anyone who had the guts to go Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins stack has worked out fantastic all year. Yeah, it's it's always it's always felt scary and felt gross because Kirk Cousins has this like stigma around him. But the only thing worse, the only thing that can out or out worsen, I don't know how you say that, <laughs> underperform Kirk Cousins primetime is primetime Jeffrey Saturday. Uh and that's what you saw here in this game and it was just He's getting a lot of Saturday flack. Collapse. Obviously, obviously, he wasn't on the field for a lot of that. It's it's really it is on the players for for give, you don't give up thirty three point lead. That's insane. But it's so easy to just point to Jeff Saturday and be like, hey, that's the guy. And well, and granted, players, but it's the coaching too. It's like how do they even oh, have the ball both. enough? How yeah. do they even have the ball enough to score thirty six points or whatever? They, <laughs> wherever they got yeah. in the second half. That's, so yeah. So that that's obviously Jonathan Taylor's now out, right? And and mm-hmm. and now we're trying to figure out what's going on with the running back situation. If you look at the numbers from that game, that's something that a lot of people are are kind of keeping an eye on. Twenty, it was twenty four carries for Zach Moss. Is I, I I've always felt one. I always felt like to me if I had to pick one of the two, if, if Taylor's out now, especially I guess I say always. We've already seen Deion Jackson do it, but Zach Moss being around now and getting twenty four carries is that misleading or or I mean you know what I mean? Like is that something you're going to see moving forward? I think you're going to see a mix. I think it's going to be more of an even split. I don't think it's going to be twenty four to eleven or whatever Jackson had. Um, Moss was the grinded out back and they were up 33 so they're just handing it off hoping to get a first down obviously i i mean he he still put up pretty good numbers but with that volume i, I don't know if saturday wanted to see more of him but it was like it three is, and a half yards of carry maybe yeah I think it was like a little under that but yeah not, it's not great but the, the concerning part is deon jackson hasn't seen the same time he did before the arrival of jeff saturday so that is one you're kind of scratching your head i know they both went on waivers this week probably zach boss was the higher one Higher one yes. on the waiver priority for a lot of people, but yeah. But if given the choice in one league, I, I my waivers had Dion over Zach Moss. Any any time, I just like the pass catching work, especially if you're in a PPR work, uh, league. You can't expect the Colts to be ahead and grinding it out thirty, you know, up thirty three, right? An entire half being the Dion Jackson up. compared to Zach Moss because yeah, Zach Dion. Moss is not he's not active in the passing game for sure. Uh, Gardner for God on our uh, YouTube page right now uh, has commented. This isn't in relation, obviously, to Nick Foles and the Colts. He wants to know which defense to start: Chargers versus Nick Foles. That's 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 tough. That's, or the or the Bucks versus the Cardinals third string QB McSorley. Uh, I think Bucks you know the Cardinals. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that one feels right. It's definitely Bucks versus Cardinals. I would go. Over, I would definitely start the Bucks. Chase over. McSorley was out of his depth. I mean, he's a mobile quarterback, so maybe he's not hanging in the pocket as much, throwing interceptions. But 
that game's just it just under game all over it. They're gonna sack him. They're gonna do all this stuff. Foles has actually had starting experience. I mean, I know he's the guy won in, a Super Bowl. He's stepping in cold, but the Chargers also might be missing Derwin James. I mean, it's kind of iffy if he's gonna come back. They're hoping that he's back with the quad, but they also have no D line, so no D line yeah. depth makes it hard to score get points with sack. Bosa's still out, so I think yeah, the, I would go the more upside is the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, all right, let me get to my dud, and this is another running back, Deonta Foreman. I, I get another another dude that I'm in a league, and I'm just like I have him, and I have to start him. Like, I this is this was the league where where I had Damian Pierce and him starting for a while. Damian Pierce then has has since gone, and yeah. now J.K. Dobbins came in and filled that void. I don't know what Somehow. to do with this spot. Like, what am I doing with Deonta Foreman at this point? He just got ten carries for nine yards. And now I'm trying to figure out, am I okay running? Like, I, I I got Zach Moss in this league, and I'm asking, is that even a, is that somebody I consider over Deonta Foreman at this point with, with Chuba Hubbard now doing a lot of the damage? I don't know. That's so gross. It all just feels so gross. <laughs> I know. It is gross. I, that's where we're at. The running back landscape is like, I was going to say, 10 carries at least is still a plus. <laughs> he's, still, he's still seeing time back there. but 10 carries for less than a yard a carry. That's oof. The only know, time man. I would lean, the only way I would lean Zach Moss is because of the Chargers depleted D line, which we touched on a little earlier. They have not been good against a run. I mean, they did fairly well against Derrick Henry, but they also got beat up by Derrick Henry last week. So they're coming off a, a tough game against the Titans. Maybe lean Zach Moss. Oh man, am I really? But that's just, also gross. So I'm picking up Zach Moss and throwing him in, man. Oh god, I don't know. So I guess like what? It's kind of the similar situation if you really think about it. It like. It's Deonta Foreman and Zach Moss, and then behind them is Deion Jackson and Chuba Hubbard, and they're kind of doing the same thing. Like the, their roles are kind of similar, and it, it almost is kind of just like a coin flip of like which matchup do you like more? Uh, I, I don't know. It's still like like Foreman's Deontay playing Foreman's against. Had the games. I, I understand. I know why he's you're done like it. Married to him in the lineup. That makes sense. But, but this is this is the floor when your floor yeah. is less than a fantasy point, yeah. a single fantasy point. That's because you sad. got that guy behind him getting all the the pass, the catching work and stuff like that. Like that's that's what sustained Kenneth Walker against the Niners. A terrible matchup, and he was hurt, but he did have like four catches, and he he had a thirty yard catch late in the game, and that boom that bumped him up to a sustainable number. Yeah, uh, I was kind of hoping Foreman. there was a moment where some of the, like, I think two of those carries were inside the five. Like there was a chance he fell in the end zone if he did that, salvage something, but. I guess that's that's what you're kind of banking on is like maybe you're, the Panthers get close the, enough to the, the end high zone. Offenses of Carolina and, and Indianapolis. Woo. Woo. I'm sweating, man. I'm sweating. <laughs> so no, that's that's a, that's what I'm saying. He's obviously a dud for last week, but what's crazy is next week he could he could have that he could have that Lat Murray stat line. He could have 24 for 130, and you'd be like, oh, there he is. But do you? I don't know. Like, do I do, do I waver no. at this point? Do I do I just keep rolling it out? What's gotten me here? I still wound Show up your winning. Faith in Deontay. Oh man, I don't know. He'll come through. Know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll let you guys know how that one went next week. Yeah. But yeah. What's your dud? <laughs> uh my dud's Miles Sanders. Uh not really going out there on a limb for that dud. A lot of people are mad at Miles Sanders. He even we were talking about earlier. He he tweeted, I don't care about your fantasy lineups or your tickets. <laughs> so, That's how you know. That's yeah. how you know you had a bad week. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Eleven carries for forty two yards, fumble lost. I mean, not his fault that Jalen Hurts stole three touchdowns. They it were is also quite using, rude. They're right. using Gainwell a lot more than everyone expected. Maybe because they have that that playoff spot locked up. They're 
mixing in a little more of the running backs, keeping yeah. Miles Sanders healthy. But he maybe could, maybe he, Miles Sanders find well never mind they're playing a tough defense this week this week but maybe yeah. he finds the end zone maybe he gets one of those Hertz touchdowns at some point if they can get them all there to that I don't know we'll see who's more likely to go dud to dude is it Deontay Foreman or Miles Sanders that's that's quite the competition yeah for sure uh, let's go to some YouTube comments here uh, Blue Crew says pick one at the flex it's a half point PPR Dobbins Pacheco Mostert Peoples Jones Zay Jones. Ooh. That's and to pick one. That's a lot uh, of options. This that's, I don't know. That that's crazy to me. That that's that's who your that's your last flex, and you got all those options. That's that's pretty deep. It's top of my head. I might lean Pacheco against the Seahawks defense. Oof. Seahawks run defense has been atrocious all season. Pacheco's mm-hmm. the man there. I don't. I don't know. Half that's point a, PPR. That's, tough... I, that's another thing. Is like Zay Jones has been insanely good but as we'll get we're going to get into in the next segment these these matchups this week especially tomorrow night that's that's thursday night and the matchup and the weather is going to come into play it's going to be kind of gross there for jacksonville i i it's it'd be hard to bench today jones but i think you almost have to at that point i i do think i don't know if i could pick one i could eliminate a couple and i think zay jones is one of those yeah i could take out zay jones i think i'd take out people's jones i do think pacheco over people's jones but like, what's Mostert's situation? Is Jeff Wilson back, or like, what's up with that? Not, I don't even not know. Fully, he... but they played the Packers, so Packers run defense has not been terrible. And I wouldn't trust Mostert to yeah. have a breakout game. I don't know. He just had Pacheco. one. So what are the odds he does it two times? Right, back to back weeks. So I, Remember, Pacheco he, he or Dobbins? Then he has That's... that knee going back to last season. I mean, speaking of knees, there's Dobbins, but yeah. Yeah, he's got the weird knee going on. You can uh, see that article at, at sixcore.com to get a little more information about what's going on with the, those kneecaps. Well, credit specifically Dobbins, that though. one kneecap. Yeah, credit to Dobbins, though. He's got all that inflammation in his knee. He's, he's clearly not 100%. He can't break any runs, but he's putting up numbers. He's, putting he's up, finding the holes. He's, that's, that's he's all you can ask for. He's not just sustained by touchdown, either. He's he's making long-ish runs. I mean, he's not breaking 40 yarders, 50 yarders, but he'll he'll gash you for 15. He'll gash you for 12. No, he's so, doing it. Yeah, he's putting it together. It's it, Who are they playing? The Falcons? Falcons. Oh, they're playing the Falcons this, uh, in That's a in favorable Baltimore. matchup. Wow, that's tough. Uh, no no wide receivers. Does that help him? Does that hurt him? I feel like it's got to help him, right? Yeah. I mean, just, it's got to it's gotta just mean more workload. Yeah. And then Mark Andrews, that's all it's going to be. That's the whole offense. Well, the people would love to see Mark Andrews actually do something, right? Well, yes. Fingers crossed if you have Mark Andrews. But it's funny how say, quickly the recency bias <laughs> hurts it's people. Absurd. It's like, Mark Andrews hasn't done anything for me lately. He's like, he's still a top five <laughs> tight end. Come on. Yeah. Give him a uh, break. He had a couple of down games. So you say Pacheco. I, I would probably lean, like, it's a better offense. McKinnon has been scary good, but like, that is a fair point. Are they going to have issues this lot. weekend, though? Like, I don't know if they'll have to have the issues that they'll need to use McKinnon as much think, as they I have. I think they been. just. I think Andy Reid just loves using McKinnon. He just he's getting ready for the playoffs. He loves all these packages with McKinnon and around screens, all this stuff. So he is taking that away from Pacheco. That that is a good point that I didn't consider. Yeah, uh, I I have Dobbins. I've experienced the Dobbins train these last couple of weeks. It's been wonderful. It's been a much needed boost to my lineup. You can't go wrong. I don't think. Rel- but, yeah. Yeah. I don't, either way, to me, Dobbins or Pacheco. I, I think you could go either way there, but there's an argument for both. But that could at least eliminate three of them. So flip a coin on those two and just and just yeah. throw them in. Ho- hopefully, we helped the decision a little yeah, bit. I know we didn't. We all we did was <laughs> narrow a couple down, but it's still on you to make the choice. We yeah. just don't want to be held liable. So yeah, we're, exactly. we're not going to commit. So. <laughs> 
Uh, let's get into the leftovers and start talking about a little bit of defense uh, and, and weather this weekend, which is what we're amateur meteorologists. Yeah. <laughs> the leftovers. Perhaps a leftover, but might not be. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I didn't I didn't see. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is out. We talked about him in the beginning of the thing. Uh, uh, Chris on our YouTube channel wants to know, uh, Trevor Lawrence or Gardner Minshew this week with Hurts likely out. So that's gross. Mi- Lawrence has been so good. Trust Trevor again, Lawrence. And that's I'll tell you another, why. Yeah. No Quinnen Williams for the Jets. Or limited Quinnen Williams. He's their leading pass rusher calf two weeks ago and this is a short week so it's been 10 days since that calf he's LPs, so he might suit up but trevor lawrence he's been great when there's no pass rush and i don't think the jets are gonna have much much pass rush they do have uh john franklin myers and some other options on that d line but without quinn and Ma- quinn williams that is why yeah. i lean trevor lawrence yeah yeah apparently they also obviously they also don't won't have their left tackle but it's correct what's right what i would consider what concerns me most about that, obviously, I think I'd still go with Lawrence because he's he's been doing it. That's so many but options, what's, too. What's going to be gross is the weather. And if you look at it tomorrow night, it's not going to be, like, insanely cold. It's going to be, like, in the 40s, which is fine. I mean, they, they do it all the time. But it will, right now, the forecast says 100% rain the entirety of the game. Like, it's nonstop. You're going to see rain the whole night. Uh, I don't know what that's going to really change. Maybe from the obviously, maybe less passing, a little more groundwork for ETN, maybe. But um, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't love getting too scared of the weather. And again, we're going to go in another couple. We we each have a couple defenses on our leftovers that might benefit due to some weather. But it, it what's it always finds I always find it out. Like you look at the weather and we're stressed out about the weather, and then the, the game time comes on and like it's literally like you, you turn it on and you're like oh it looks beautiful like what <laughs> happened this how it's worked like the last four times it's really frustrating into that weather well because that's what i'm saying we, the buffalo one especially when we when you saw you woke up in the morning and you saw the tweets and it was like what was my what was that noise tweets <laughs> the tweets uh when you, you, when you saw the for a second. yeah when you saw the tweets and it's like it looks like a snowstorm obliterated the stadium and then you get there, and obviously they do a great job clearing the field off so they can play football on it. And you're like, oh, it really wasn't even that big of a deal. But then it did snow towards the end. But yeah, yeah I think I, I see a lot of talk about cold and stuff on Twitter. I don't think these players are bothered by cold. They played in cold before. It's not like you can't pass in the cold. The wind is where it's at. And we'll get to that in a couple games later on. But if, if you have wind gusts that you're nowhere, you're throwing the ball. Yeah. Field positions field positions iffy because of the punts and all this stuff. It's just like it it throws a, the game for a loop as more than cold does. So, uh, yes, for sure. And on, on our page, uh, Kevin Kevin's asking about Nick Chubb. We talked about him a, a little bit earlier in the podcast when on our injury rundown before uh, dudes and duds. You can scroll back and listen to that. But yeah, Chubb, uh, he just wants to know if he's just getting some rest. Getting getting some rest. It's a yeah. Tuesday practice instead of Wednesday. So he, if it was Wednesday practice, he probably would have LP'd. We still waiting on his practice report today, but we expect him to be full go. Um, so cool. Trust him in your lineup. Not awesome. like you have any other huge <laughs> running backs besides Chubb. He he gets the ball a majority of the time. So yeah. So not a, not a whole lot of leftovers. Like as far as human beings, uh, I I did put Brock Purdy on here, eleven percent owned uh, in on sleeper. He's an option, right? Like he's an option Brock for Purdy people. Commanders or Gardner Minshew against the Cowboys? I think that's that's a question that should, people should debate. I don't know. I think I I lean towards Brock. I just think his his the way the team's set up, the defense is so good. The offense is literally like you're in it. You just you could you could almost drop 
any serviceable quarterback in there and get the job done with Christian McCaffrey and the weapons they have. He's and got he's no yardage. It. He's got and no he's, yardage, but he doesn't make mistakes. So, but just a couple TDs, couple TDs, and don't turn the ball over. You got yourself a pretty decent fantasy performance. If you look yeah. back the last couple of weeks, he's he's been perfectly fine. Uh, I will say, I don't, and I don't hope he's not listening. But as somebody in my league that's dealing with Jalen Hurts, I'm playing him this week, and he had the option of Aaron Rodgers was on waivers, but that's that's to be understood. I think at this point in the season, but he had he had Aaron Rodgers, Brock Purdy, Minshew, uh, you know, all these options, and he went Rodgers. And I, I honestly feel like that's a mistake. Even as a Packers fan, I would go Brock Purdy over Rodgers at this point. And that's and that sounds absolutely disgusting. But I'm I'm in on Brock Purdy. If you have any issues at quarterback, if your quarterback for whatever reason was Matt Ryan, uh, yeah, go ahead, get yourself a Brock Purdy. Uh, I, I like the unbiased take going against Aaron Rodgers. That's that's what I fantasy love playoffs are all about. It, it's, but yeah, it comes down to these decisions. That's what makes it so fun. So Rodgers just had a game. He had just ten like ten fantasy points. Like you're not getting a whole lot of upside there. I mean, granted, maybe you get a you get a long touchdown with Watson if he gets the ball. You know what I mean? But it's just there's not a lot. It's really just Jones and Dylan right now. You saw it these last couple games. They're actually the winning finally, formula. They're finally doing it, running We've been the ball. Asked them to do it for weeks and winning, yeah. So, so that's that's where they're at. I'm in on Brock Purdy though. If you need a quarterback, for sure. I like it. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the subscription, my dude. Uh, yeah, you're welcome on the on the on the Nick Chubb chatter. But yeah, you can go back if you want to listen to the beginning of it, and we run it down there. Or go, website, to, go to too, we, yeah, yeah, we got a, the the new insights panel. We haven't even talked about yet, but uh, we got all the players six scores up there, all the big fantasy names and up and down arrows so you can see whether to trust them in your lineup, what what the latest info on them is up to date with the practice report and all that stuff. Yeah, sixscore.com. Check it out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I also put Royce Freeman. This one's really, really, really gross. Okay. But what, what <laughs> stand out to me, yeah, zero, zero percent on, which in reality, he's owned by somebody. He's probably around one, but they're not yeah. even registering it as a single percent, like a which is crazy to me. Something. Yeah. Texans running backs. You you thought it was going to be a Goomba Wale getting getting the work and then Burkhead getting the passing or you know most of that and it just wasn't for whatever reason. I mean it was only thirty eight percent snap count so you didn't get the full load. But Royce Freeman saw more carries than anyone. I don't know what was going on there. They just they just decided oh it's Royce. Everybody assumed it was going to be Burkhead and then at the very least a Goomba Wale. But now it's it's Royce. So now again, we got a game of data, and I mean it's whoever the the head coach likes. Lovey Smith likes those gritty guys. I mean, Royce Freeman's a veteran, so is Burkhead, obviously. But he's more of the passing passing down back, and yeah. he's he's older. You can't run him twenty times a game, fifteen times a game. Well, even, not with that so. attitude. Just give him the ball, <laughs> see what happens. If he breaks, he breaks. It's the end of the season. <laughs> That's no, not what he signed there to do. Oh, okay. He didn't, no, he didn't right. sign there with the expectation that, yeah, give me the ball 25 times. Yeah, <laughs> against, that's disgusting. Yeah, against uh, NFL defenses. So. All right, let's get into the double Ds, bro. This is, uh, and we say that defense and special teams uh, is what we're talking yeah. about. And we have, this is the first time I think ever we've actually put defenses on the leftovers. But again, like we said, it's late in the season. This is where we're at. And this is, these are the really the, the only tweaks you're making. Your lineup is generally set. Barring injury to Jalen Hurts, sadly, then uh, you're scrambling for that. But or or Jonathan Taylor. But right now, it's it's time to look at defenses and, and figure out if that defense you've been running all season long in that same spot is really the right choice. And I, I say that as somebody who owns the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been pretty good all season long, and it's like you can kind of just set and forget. I was already waffling a little bit, even with Jalen Hurts in the lineup with playing them against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys have been really good. They're scoring a buttload of points. And now I'm like, 
without without Jalen Hurts, like I feel like the Cowboys are going to get more opportunities. I don't know, man. I'm 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 a little hesitant to roll out the Eagles this week. So now I'm pivoting to other options. And here's a couple. Uh, you want to go? You want me to go with mine first, or do you want to go with yours? Make, make your case for the defense. Okay, so I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns. It says they're 24% owned in sleeper right now, uh, which is, I guess, it's pretty high. Some people are on them a little bit, but this week they're playing in a game that is going to have absurd wind gusts. And again, at the beginning of the game, it's slated right now, and by the end of the game, it might level off a little bit. But we're talking like obscene gusts of 30 to 40 plus miles an hour. I don't care whose defense it is. You could go either way. I think it's Browns or Saints in this game. If you don't like the, it, just depending on whose offense you like the least, Deshaun Watson hasn't been exactly amazing. Uh, and if, if for whatever reason they don't have Nick Chubb, which we assume they will, I, I I wouldn't be upset with throwing the Browns in your in in a spot over even the Eagles this week because of the matchup and just the way the weather's going to wind up going. I don't know. I think that might be something that you could look into this week and not feel completely gross about. Plus, when you look at what they did last week to the Ravens, 20 fantasy points, only giving up three points to the Ravens with Huntley, albeit, at the at the quarterback. But the, the Saints are a lot more toothless than the Ravens were last week. So Yeah, only thing you got to watch out for is that, that pesky Taysom Hill. You never know what that man's yeah. going to do. He's crazy. Uh, but no, I, I would be Rashid, okay with running the Rashid Browns. Shahid could break a deep one, so that's tough. He's Juwan Johnson, it. the red zone machine. He's done. Oh, Dewan Johnson looks to be pretty good at football right now. Uh, he's a good he's, football player. He's pretty good. I would be. That's somebody that again. I'm also hesitant to start over a lot of the tight ends that you have. But again, it's this point in the season. You've seen flashes from Dewan Johnson. Calls, you yeah, probably got to just roll with it, right? And just pray. I don't know. Anytime they're in the red zone, they're looking at him. So I mean, no Olave. Who knows? Oh, if there's no we'll, Olave, we'll, we'll then, need to see how how Olave practices the rest of the week. But yeah, that'd be Dewan Johnson so. season. So what's uh who's your D? I was gonna say what's your D? Uh no, uh who's who's your defense? They're the hottest team in football right now, the Detroit Lions. God, that sounds so weird. I wish it I could take weird. that audio clip and just throw it back <laughs> at the beginning of the season and people would be like, What? Just go back in time, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh they get a matchup against Carolina. I know Sam Darnold's been like reasonable as a quarterback, but look back at the fantasy scores of the Lions. They haven't scored under five fantasy points since week eight. So I know that they're definitely not going to lose you the week. I know That's they're good. not a they're not an attractive option, but against Carolina, we talked about De- Deontay Foreman's struggles and Chuba, Chuba Hubbard mixing in there. DJ Moore is automatic, but the Lions have some pieces. I mean, Aiden Hutchins has figured it out. Uh, Jeff Akuda has is back to almost full strength from his Achilles tear last year. So they have some pieces. I'm not saying... Start him over the Bucks against the Cardinals, but if you're if you're in a pinch, I mean, I I might start him over the Eagles. Eagles facing the Cowboys is not a good matchup for a defense. That's what tough. So. It's tough. Is like the Eagles defense is good, right? And, it's no and, to the defense. You're just you're hoping for turnovers. You're hoping for sacks. You're hoping for offensive struggles. Yeah, there won't be other than like the game losing interception that Dak threw last week. You know right. what I mean? Like that that also kind of fluffed the a Jaguars play numbers. Like that, yeah, but. I mean, there there could be opportunity for that, but it's just like their offense is so it's it's churning right now, and I'm scared of that. And it is it's not it's definitely okay to look for better matchups in in better scenarios. And you're not wrong; like the floor for the Lions has been good. You don't really you don't want to just push out a defense and have them score zero or God forbid friggin' negative, negative points, yeah. <laughs> which is which has happened. And it's I, gross. I got close to starting the Vikings last week against the Colts. Oh man, yeah, that's that kind of turned around there a little bit. They rebounded, but, yeah. They got yeah. some sacks and all that, yeah. Um, Fumble recovery. 
Yeah, I mean, Browns Clone and dead. Lions are Thank options. You, refs. Yeah, and if you're if you're <laughs> listening right now, tomorrow night, I mean, playing somebody in that game, if it's going to be a wet game the entire time, could be a good play. The Jaguars, I know that they did that. Walker is not going to be playing. Still okay defense. It might be worth a shot against Zach Wilson, who actually for whatever reason throws a pick. Every he game. looked good. He does. He does throw he a pick every look, game, he but he did looked, look good. But that's all like, you need is one pick from him. I'm not saying he's gonna. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm giving him his flowers for last week. Yeah. But I'm telling you, they've they've withered away and they're dead this week. You know what I mean? I can't. I don't know that he's the kind of guy that's gonna sustain it. They miss Mike White, and I, I don't know. I feel like you you could also be okay. You could get away with throwing the Jags out this weekend. Uh, Jacob on our uh, YouTube channel, pick a D to start Denver at L.A. Rams. Or Cleveland versus New Orleans in horrible weather. We just talked about Cleveland. Yep. Like the bad weather games. Denver's good. They're like legit a good defense, though. I would say that their offense is is not. That might be a factor. But I'm never I don't know. I, I, I it's hard to go against Denver because their defense, if you in a vacuum, is gen it's like really good. It's like a top tier defense. It's it's too early to call Baker flash in the pan too against the Raiders, but he did just have one drive late in that game. That's the only time he looked like but a, it was so good. a confident and competent <laughs> quarterback. I mean, we saw him struggle against the Packers in the cold. Not going to be cold for this game, but he's not. It was too much to expect him to just step in and boom, he's the answer and figure out the Rams' offense. They have no Ben Skoranek now. It's just Van Jefferson and I don't even know who's left. Tutu Atwell, but Tutu, hey, you put you put some respect on Tutu <laughs> Atwell, all right? I he kinda, Tutu. He's he's a small dude out there, but he when every time he, he gets the ball, five nine one sixty, he's he pops, an absolute all star though. No, he actually <laughs> so, he does look he does look fun. I wish they would kind of do a little more with him. Yeah. I feel like he's he could be something, especially this this late in the season. Cooper Cup's not coming back. Just just let him do whatever he wants. Just throw the ball to him, see what happens. But yeah. I, I just I love Denver against the Rams O line. They they cannot stay healthy all year. They have four O linemen out. It's it's sack season for Randy Gregory and all the. I mean I know they're thin. Lost Von Miller uh, to free agency and all that stuff. And no uh, no Draymond Jones is kind of a big deal on that defensive line for Denver. But yeah, it's it's in L A. So I I think I still lean Denver because I think generally they're the better defense. But you can't really go wrong with Cleveland against New Orleans. I feel like I, I don't. I don't see New Orleans exploding, especially if they don't have Chris Olave. Like to me, honestly, if Chris, and there's if you wind see, and there's all these conditions, you, yeah, yeah. If you it's see Chris Olave not playing, check the check the weather. Make sure it still aligns with what we're seeing right now. You could throw Cleveland out there and and, and be perfectly fine. I feel like that's I you can't really right. go wrong. So that's that's something. And then one more one more D question from Chris: How would you rank these three defenses? Cleveland, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Cleveland, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay going against Trace McSorley. I just I, that's I think that's number one. I think you got to go there, number one. Cleveland two because of the weather, and then KC just because that game tough might to trust. Yeah, tough to trust. I don't know Seahawks without Tyler Lockett. That's kind of a good option, but Geno doesn't make mistakes either. No, there. So I, I, I Seahawks is definitely the best offense that they're that, be, that is being played against these defenses. So I think you're right. I think I think it's Tampa Bay, Cleveland, and then you go Kansas City uh, as your three. So, so yeah, uh, I think you could, we got yeah. we got TikTok Bone Doc uh, commenting on our TikTok Uh-oh. live now. Shout out to him for uh, for so much help on our uh, TikTok and keeping the, that content moving over there. Uh, he's asking about Hertz. We talked about it a little earlier on the podcast. Uh, Hertz not looking likely to go this week. Um, expecting a week off for him and Gardner Minshew. Uh, Juwan Johnson or Evan Ingram for DFS? DFS. Oh my gosh, they're both in bad weather games. Yeah, that's. I think I would go. 
Man. That's we, gross. We, we talked up our love for Juwan Johnson. I think we got to stick with I think, him. I think I would go Juwan Johnson, too. It, it, it's, it's tough. you got to think Ingram's like the pendulum. Some, from, the yeah. Jaguars have targets in the passing game, so they have a lot against that. Yeah. So he had that one major blow-up game, and then you're trying to figure out, like, wh- is that going to happen again? You're is it going to go back to again, Zay yeah. Jones? Is Christian Kirk, is the pendulum going to shift back to Christian Kirk at some point? you got to think. I mean, he had a decent game. He had, like, 92 yards last week, but right. it didn't look like he was going to have a decent game. So... There's, there, like you said, there's a lot of options. I don't think there's going to be a lot of options for the Saints this weekend, and I think Juwan Johnson's a safe play to maybe, like if you tell me, pick one to get a touchdown, it's going to be Juwan Johnson. Like If they get close enough to the end zone, he can score a touchdown. He's huge. Let's get uh, into shootout, shootouts and drafts then. Enough yeah, let's do talk. it. Let's preview this, uh, this, these matchups. There's, some, there's, there's three really good ones and then uh, a really gross yeah. one. Yeah. Mm, it's some shootouts and drafts. It's tough about right. Taylor. He's usually I know, filling, that's, filling all the silence. We get some. Yeah, uh, we're t- breaks, I feel like but... I'm, my words per minute is a little high this week. I'd like to like to lower that. Uh, we need Taylor back for sure. Let's get See, into some of these matchups. The the highest po- shootouts and droughts. Obviously, you know what a shootout is. The drought is going to be the one game that it has the lowest implied point total, and it's going to be. Yeah, that's. We'll get to that in a second. That's gonna. Well, we, we actually should we just <laughs> we, leave we with that? We talked about it a lot. I feel like <laughs> we did. We already lived with that. So let's just let's just say Saint, it. It's Saints, Saints Browns. Browns. Yep, 32 thirty two and a half. Oh I God! Don't even see it get in there. I think that number should be even lower. But I don't know. Could I some, it's going to be a close competitive game. I'll give it that. I, I'm going to watch that game for sure. But it's not going to be. You're going to watch that too, game for sure. Juggernaut <laughs> offenses. <laughs> For sure, you're watching that game. For sure, uh, I'll have both eyeballs trained to it, not just. I just want to see if a, I just want to see if a football gets thrown and goes just like up right in the like just keeps soaring <laughs> like the wind just takes it. But no, for sure, that's the lowest point total. I think that's another backing for anybody with Cleveland Browns defense. And again, if you if you have no other options, possibly even the Saints. It's not. I was gonna say, what about the Saints defense? Marshawn Lattimore. Hopefully, he's back. He's missed two months with that lacerated kidney. That they. they their defense has sorely missed them, but going against yeah. Deshaun Watson, it's his third week. I mean, I know he showed some flashes against the Ravens, but he's still learning that offense. It's just you can't throw a guy it's middle of the perfect. season and no, expect perfect, him to yeah. have the mastery of the offense and scrambling and all that stuff. So, yeah, if you're if you're okay with it, either one of these defenses, could fly. I feel like, and it, again, they're because they're both in the game with the worst point total of the week. So that not not a lot of points expected in any of these games. Uh, Georgia uh, says, would you drop Slayton for Marlon Mack or Traylon Burks? No. <laughs> I don't think I would either. I don't think I would, especially with the Traylon Burks situation. A, if it was a normal week with Traylon Burks with Ryan Tannehill, yes. But yeah. Malik Willis is the big question mark. It looks like he's going to start. Marlon Mack just had that one long touchdown. You can't expect that again. Yeah. So Keep, keep Slayton. Keep I think he'll be all right. There's no other options for Danny Jones to throw to. It just didn't work last week because the commanders, but... Uh, let's let's do the, these these matchups here, and then we'll get into one more question or one more question we have on our YouTube page from Jacob. So uh, Seahawks versus Chiefs, uh, forty eight and a half. This is tied with th- the most points. Uh, that I mean, this is the most Chiefs, points. Chiefs of are the always week. the most points of the week, just but, because of the Chiefs. But it but it's because of the Chiefs, but also the Seahawks score too. So this is this they is kind of like a perfect storm. Is atrocious. So yeah, this is going to be a good helps. one. This I, this has to be a shootout, right? If this isn't a shootout, then what's this all been about? Like, what are we doing here? I don't what are we know. doing here? This is it. I, I want pieces Who, of this game for sure. And to the point where Marquise Goodwin, if your waivers have run already, obviously. Yeah, he steps in for Lockett, who's missing this game possibly longer. 
he's a great fill-in. Like he, he can fill that locket role pretty well, and he's done it a couple times this 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 season already. He's somebody I picked up on waivers, and I'm I'm pick, I'm starting. Oh, I'm over a couple options. Like I'm looking over Alan Lazard at this point. I'm looking over Kurt, Curtis Samuel. Like obviously that's that same realm, but like there's other options where you can go and feel confident. Like like I have Cortland Sutton on my bench. If he comes back this week. I'm playing Marquise Goodwin over Cortland yeah. Sutton. I, yeah. I'm not playing Cortland Sutton. Like I honestly want to drop Cortland Sutton, but I'm afraid if he comes back, there's like a little glimmer. I don't know. That's a weird situation there too. But keeping it but, to this game, who has a better game, Marquise Goodwin or Kadarius Tony? Oh my God, it's Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, uh, if Taylor was here, he might say Tony. Sadly, uh, people uh, people love Tony. <laughs> I mean, no knock to Tony. He's worked his way back from multiple hamstring stuff. But then now the rumors of Michael Hardman being activated before this game. It's it's not. I don't see yeah. much of a role for Kadarius Tony. He only had one catch last week, so yeah, for sure. I start your out. start your players in the Seahawks Chiefs game. I think you're going to be okay. Uh, Besides Kadarius Tony, oh, yeah, okay. Listen, don't Sorry. go that crazy. Yeah, don't start <laughs> your players that are on the on the starting depth chart. All right, not like down. You know, don't yeah. get gross with it. Uh, Packers versus Dolphins. That's also forty eight and a half. Uh, I mean, Dolphins, again, they're they're a team that has been in a lot of shootouts. They haven't been as strong recently. I mean, they, they've had some good games, but it's not been as consistent as it was in that middle of the season run where Tua was like on fire. Right. Packers have a beatable defense. Uh, it's not out of the question, but I don't know that every time I see the Packers involved in a shootout, I laugh because I'm like, listen, it's been rough. I've been watching them every game this season. They ain't shooting nothing out. All right. They haven't, <laughs> I mean, they scored 24 points, I think, last night, which is pretty good for them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm not confident in their offense. I, I'm confident in AJ Dillon banging banging down the field. That's that's also kind of been a that good was, time. But that was the best news of the week for the Packers that he cleared concussion protocol. That it was just precaution so that he was held out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. That's definitely good for them. Uh, obviously, AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon, and Aaron Jones. That's that. That's weird to say that. Um, they also went yeah. from no wide receivers to kind of a crowded wide receiver room now with Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and Lazard. It's like who. Dobbs came back and got work right away. He was like, he was, he looked like the best wide receiver. Forget about him at all. No, I like that actually. That that's really cool. But uh, I I also feel bad because I had Lazard in a lot of leagues, and he does kind of feel like he's kind of going to the wayside. And and it happened earlier in the game. I think something there was a miscommunication with him, and there was a joke in my league that says Lazard's not. He's like not going to get another target the rest of the game, and he like really didn't get much anything the rest of the game. So I don't know. Rogers is petty like that. Like you make one mistake early. It feels and, like Christian Watson and Dobbs are the two exciting wide receivers in that offense, and it can't sustain three. So, I honestly wouldn't mind to see a little more Samari Toure. I know we talked about him a lot earlier in the season. He had a little run. Man, Toure, Toure could be fun. You love, love him as your dark it. horse. I do. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, players in this game, I mean, you could be down with that. I I would be hesitant about Lazard, but Watson, you got to keep playing because he's getting some good work. He didn't do anything crazy. Obviously, he broke his touchdown streak, but... He's too explosive not to play. It's in Miami, so you got to think the weather's going to be a little bit better than the cold game that they just played in. Right. But yeah, that's that's going to be a good matchup. And then again, the last last one on our shootouts list is Eagles versus Cowboys. You wish we had Jalen Hurts, so it would be a true shootout. We don't know. I'm not going to not Garter Minshew because I think he's fun. I think he's a fun guy, uh, like Kawhi Leonard. But I don't know, man. It's not going to be nearly as explosive on the Eagles side. Uh, no, I just I feel like it, it is on the Cowboys side. You can trust all your Cowboys, but I don't know. If this T. is a Hilton, tough one. Like this if one T. Hilton's just... active, how, stop. how do you Come rank on. him? Come on, man. Don't do that. You can't not, throw him in there. You, no, it's not, not at just all. add water. You need to, yeah. Uh, I, I honestly feel like this one's like a sneaky, like it could be a defensive battle. 
Like I know that the Cowboys offense both, is explosive, teams but know each other. I feel like there's a perception a where Jalen Hurts yeah. is out, and they, like you said, they play each other two times a year, sometimes more. You might play again again in the playoffs. This could go. This could be an under game just based off of how good these defenses are playing. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts doesn't play defense. The Eagles' defense has been good all year. I think that that's something that's still going to be good. It's just a matter of will Gardner Minshew keep them off the field long enough to stay, to not get tired enough to like start giving up big chunk plays. So now, I don't now know. that you mentioned, I, I feel like I, I lean towards that now because there is a scenario where they face each other in the playoffs. So why would they break out all their best plays? Use trickery, all this stuff. It's not like it's not like a must-win game for both teams. They're they're positioned pretty they're well pretty in that good. division. So yeah. and in the wild card race. So I don't, I don't see know. the Cowboys dropping out of the top wild card no matter what. Could be a training wheels game. You know, just everybody just kind of do your job. It's a high point and... total. You think if I had to pick one go over between Seahawks Chiefs and Eagles Cowboys, I'm leaning Seahawks Chiefs, even though oh, it's yeah. a, a point higher. For sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100. percent Uh and I guess I, that's it for shootouts and droughts. Jacob, let's get to your question here. Uh, he says he's worried about starting Zay Jones on Thursday night football in the wind and rain. What are your thoughts on that? What, was considering picking up Demarcus Robinson since he's the clear number one after Duvernay injury. And then we got to talk about Goodwin and he, he commented again saying Goodwin's also available. So I might be down with some Goodwin to be honest. But, go but Goodwin it's, over Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, if you were going to slide anybody in, it would be Goodwin 100%. You do feel really gross taking Zay Jones out after what he's been doing in that offense, but short short weeks have never gone over in in my recent memory. I'm sure there's games that have gone over, but it, it's very rare that they're offensive shootouts. It's, it's just going to be a, wet. It's a short week. It's two two teams that aren't explosive offensively. I mean, I know the Jaguars have been hot, but expecting Jay, Zay Jones to compete for targets with Evan Ingram in a crowded true. situation, the opportunity will 100% be better for Marquise Goodwin uh, in their matchup against the Chiefs. And where they'll be throwing, you got to assume they'll be throwing a lot. I probably would just risk it for the biscuit and put Marquise Goodwin in there. It, it would look, it, again, the optics of it, not great. You don't want to take out Zay Jones, but I, I think I'm really actually pretty, I feel really good about Marquise Goodwin as just like somebody you picked up and are happy to have and can slide in a starting lineup. Not just like insurance for somebody, but like this dude's startable. Like he could have been picked up and and be he could be bad. He could score more points than a Zach Moss or a Deion Jackson. So if you went out and tried to get those running backs and wound up with Marquise Goodwin for a flex spot, that's not a loss. No, that's a that's a dub. Like you feel yep. good about that. So I, I'd be down with Marquise Goodwin. I, I think I'm okay to say that Marquise Goodwin over Zay Jones uh, this week. And there it is. Stamp it. Put it yeah, on the poster. I did whatever it. You I committed it. to it. Okay, we did it. We said it. We'll hold uh, your feet to fire next week, Justin. Don't worry. I know. I'm scared. I I don't like making these actual like sticks firm positions. You know what I mean? I like to ride. You're 100 percent correct on Jared Goff, right? Jared Goff. Hey, I was okay. Listen. <laughs> Sorry, I reopened that wound, everyone. <laughs> no, see, I'm gonna go back. I I did earlier in the season. Jared Goff went on a tear. And I I I pronounced him due to the year, which no one else has taken the stance of of giving out a due to the year, but I did it. I I went on the record to say due to the year. I said he he would be I would be better off with him than Tom Brady. I said definitely better than Russell Wilson. These are not wrong. Those he are both finished, right. he finished above both of them. And I also said he would finish as a QB1. He finished the QB12, which is by standard, that's a QB1. <laughs> All right. So listen, I'm feeling, I, you say what you want about uh, Jared Goff. He did what he needed to do to make me not look like an idiot. So He's got 3,600 yards, 23 touchdowns, seven picks. That's good. That's dude that's, territory. That's dude. I'm okay with that. Him. 
but it, it just didn't look good as soon as I said it. He went on like the worst couple games of his career. So oh, he's been hot and cold, but lately it's been hot. So, but those hots like have it. been, yeah. They, they, the Lions are really good. They're really fun to watch. I love watching them. So that's is that it. Any, anything else for the greater good before we get out of here? I appreciate everybody on our YouTube channel. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe. Uh, we put out a lot of great content. Obviously, we have docs coming in here with actual hard hitting injury analysis, and then they let us come in here and and play around and talk about fantasy football and use it uh, to our advantage. So that's a lot of fun. But um, yeah, let anything hit, else? Let me hit you with a question for my lineup. Uh-oh. Wide oh, receiver two, DJ Chark, Michael Gallup, Marquise Brown, Drake London. Mm. DJ Chark against the Panthers, Marquise Brown against, with Trace McSorley. So that's almost eliminates him in my mind. Cowboys against Eagles. I'm taking out Gallup. A little bit. I'm taking out Gallup. I, I don't. I can't I'm not, trust him. He had some good weeks, but I can't trust him anymore. Gallup's out. Drake London's the only enticing option besides DJ Chark to me. I just went on a rant about Marquise Goodwin. I, he's not I, available, unfortunately. Oh, he's not available. Oh no, okay. my opponent picked him up. He oh, okay. Well, I would have said Marquise Goodwin. Yep. I think, but so you're saying it's London versus who's the other one? DJ Chark. Chark. Chark just put up a dud, didn't he? Didn't he just he did. like do a bunch of nothing? Um, I might lean London, go, bro. I know it's Ritter. Ritter yeah. did not look good at football, but he did look like he he was wanted confident to only in one throw thing. the ball. <laughs> he's confident. If there's he's if he was confident in anything, it was scrambling I'm, late a little bit, but feeding yeah. the ball to Drake London, <laughs> which makes me so mad because if Pitts was out there, if this <laughs> happened earlier in the season, he would be like. Pits in London, pits in London all day, right? And that's all we were asking for, and Mariota could not deliver that. Uh, well, so, I don't we, know. Once you met, mentioned Pits, that's our sign to wrap up the podcast because yep. uh, Justin's going to go on a tangent. So. Enough about that. we got to get out of here. But no, thanks, thank you guys for Hope listening. Hope you're doing well, Kyle Pitts. Thank you for all yes. your contributions. Have a happy holidays. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy... Enjoy not sports. Enjoy some family. Try to yeah. do that. You know, let's let's look away from sports for a little bit. I know we're Only all about for fantasy, a few but seconds. it's not all about fantasy, you know? It's a lot about fantasy, uh, but there is, I guess, somewhere in between it all, there's some reality that you should probably check in with, see how that's doing. Uh, but until you're eliminated from the fantasy football playoffs, you got a couple more weeks. Yeah. A couple more weeks and not really some more weeks attention. out of it. Yeah, but just maybe <laughs> Christmas morning, pay attention. So. All right. We'll see you guys later. Salutations. Happy holidays. Comment your favorite sweater. Comment your favorite sweater. All right, see you later.